Hey, Pastor Jeff Bradford here from Christ the King Presbyterian Church, and I'm answering yet again this week a question in response to the questions at ctkraleigh.org email address that we've created for people to wrestle with questions they have around faith. This week's question goes like this. How do we know the right books made it into our Bibles? Last week, we looked at the question of the reliability of Scripture with errors, uh, especially in transcription as it's passed down over centuries can we trust our Bibles that way? This, this sort of builds on the same question. If we have reliable books, how do we know they're the right ones? Um, and this was popularized, of course, by Dan Brown, the Da Vinci Code, and other writings uh, over the last several years. A lot of people asking this question. So uh, this, this question really is a question about the New Testament. Um, to be really honest, there's a lot of uh, the formation of our Old Testament that's pretty clear and set apart, and there's not a whole lot of controversy about that. You may have noticed if you pick up some Bibles that they have a, a section called the Apocrypha, or you may have read the Pseudepigrapha. Apocrypha, apocryphal books are in a lot of Catholic Bibles. Those come from the intertestamental period, from the 4th to the 1st century um, BC, and they include uh, the books 1, 2, 3, 4, Maccabees, Judith and Tobit, Ecclesiasticus, The Wisdom of Solomon, a few other shorter books. There's about 60 books called Pseudepigrapha that are out there. They were, old, they were written in, um, ascribed to different people in Old Testament history. Uh, but none of those books was ever really accepted in, uh, by the Hebrew community um, at the time of Jesus and the centuries before that. The, the canon or the, well, the selection of what's in our Old Testament is pretty established. So this question about like what's in the Bible and how do we know it's the right books really focuses on the New Testament and how those books became to be assembled and accepted. Uh, I will say that for most of the New Testament, most of those books, it's very clear. There's not been a whole lot of debate around that. For the, there are seven books that did trigger some debate. Hebrews, because nobody knows who wrote Hebrews. Uh, James, because of his apparent contradiction with Paul regarding Old Testament law, and uh, Martin Luther famously contested that. Second Peter, because it's a very different style than First Peter. Second, third John and Jude um, were so short, um, but have some stylistic differences from First John or uh, John's Gospel. And Revelation, of course, has puzzled a lot of people. Uh, there's a question always, what about the books that didn't make it into the canon? Every couple of years, there's a Newsweek or Time article about the Gospel of um, Thomas or other books like that. There's a book called The Canon Debate that I'd point you to by Lee McDonald. Um, and he says, you know, the, there are about 30 book lists out there in the centuries um, right after Jesus's resurrection. And they include uh, the 27 books that comprise our New Testament. And some of them include other books dating from the 2nd century to the 16th century AD. Um, 14 of those books are committed once. Uh, a couple of times, uh, there, there three books are mentioned three times in those book lists. The Wisdom of Solomon, the Epistle of, Epistle of Barnabas, and the Apocalypse of Peter. And lastly, the Shepherd of Hermes is listed about five times out of those 30 lists. But the early patristic fathers, starting in the second century, began to refer to the New Testament writings as a collective group, a collective authoritative teaching 
recognized as the canon of scripture. By the late second century, uh, there was a Muratorian canon listed uh, 20 undisputed books in the New Testament, plus Hebrews, that was made at 21. Irenaeus, um, the church father in the second century, takes it for granted that all Christians celebrate and recognize the four gospels. Uh, and then, you know, a lot of the, the writings that come from the Gnostic period of the church, the third through the fifth century, including uh, the Gospel of Thomas and other writings, were never really significantly considered by the church as a whole. Um, if you look at church history, you can read the church councils of the third, fourth, and fifth centuries AD. And by that time, there was a real sense of the, what is established around uh, the formation of the church. And that was widely accepted. There's not a whole lot of like smoke and mirrors and backroom dealing that happened in this. It's not really as big uh, a deal among scholars as it is among sort of popular um, popular reading and, and culture. So it's not really a concern. What you have in your Bible are books that are have been over time clearly found to be um, reliable, consistent with one another, uh, obviously challenging in how we read them against one another, but uh, recognized by the church throughout history. So hope that's helpful to you. Uh, keep the questions coming. I'll try to keep answering one a week. Thanks very much.